1: Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast. And guys, by the time we had gotten to the studio to record, 7 out of the 10 teams had revealed their 2019 livery and sponsors.
0: Hey guys, uh, what's up? It's good to be back on our show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast and uh, Mithila, it's actually very good to hear you say that teams had revealed their livery and sponsors because that's actually what they revealed, livery and sponsors. And I know a lot of fans out there were disappointed to see teams use their 2018 cars with, you know, the updated 2019 front wing for the car launches. But guys, that's how it is always going to be. If you are expecting a Formula 1 team to reveal its aero secrets to the world at a global media event, think again. Why would a Formula 1 team actually do that? Especially when copying in Formula 1 is so rampant, first nature and uh, legal. It's
1: Legal, I think that's the catchphrase. And honestly, I think the fault lies with the teams because they call it the car launch event. And uh, actually, it should be called the livery and sponsor announcement event or something like that.
0: Yeah, something else, but just not the car launch because that's, you know, sort of false hopes that uh, they're giving. And uh, I would, although, you know, slightly add here that The ones that did their shakedowns, particularly Mercedes and even Red Bull Racing, they would have had, you know, bits and pieces, uh, more than bits and pieces of the 2019 car running. But again, very limited because I do know that the television crew was not allowed near the rear of the Mercedes-Benz car during its shakedown.
1: Or how Williams cancelled their shakedown plans altogether. Uh, Their rocket ship failed to take off? (laughs) Ominous signs, Kunal, I really hope not.
0: Is this the start of rocket jokes on the Inside Line F1 (laughs) podcast? I get this ominous feeling that it probably is. But uh, guys, so in this week's episode, we will talk about the livery launches that we are bang in the middle of.
1: We look forward to testing, but not before we talk about the battle of the energy drinks in Formula One.
0: And of course, why should Nico Rosberg not be missing Formula One as such? He said he does he doesn't miss Formula One. So we're gonna prove why he actually shouldn't be missing Formula One.
1: Okay, so guys, remember to subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, Audio Boom, on Google Podcasts, and we promise you your weekly dose of Formula One humor.
0: Also, here's a shout-out to Mark Mendoza, a listener of ours from Texas, uh, the United States of America. It is his birthday on the 15th of February, so happy birthday to you in advance, Mark. And I know you're a big Mercedes fan, so I'm assuming you were caught drooling when you saw the Mercedes 2019 car livery because it looked stunning.
1: It did. And also a shout out to Rahul Choutel. Thank you so much, Rahul, for your kind messages on our Facebook page. Kunal, interestingly, Rahul listens to our podcast on an app called Storio. It's really interesting how different mediums and platforms are actually bringing all our listeners closer to us. Yes. Anyway, so Kunal, what are your thoughts from delivery launches?
0: Okay, so we have had uh, Haas, Toro Rosso, Williams, uh, Renault, Mercedes, Red Bull and Racing Point reveal their liveries and uh, okay, we are just going to start with Haas first. Uh, Interesting car but I'll tell you what, there was even more interesting banter from the rich energy CEO, William something guy, uh, with regards to their competition with Red Bull on and off track.
1: Yes, and we finally got to see the rich energy drink cans. I mean, I can't believe that they said their product isn't available off the shelf. How on earth do they manage to sell so many units? I am so curious. And, you know, actually, I think it's the perfect correlation. Because Formula 1 teams just spend millions to earn, you know, a few millions in return.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other highlight from uh, Haas's launch. Uh, Roman Grosjean's admission that midfield teams, uh, you know, might not be able to win till 2021. And that is the absolute unfortunate truth of our sport of Formula 1.
1: The Rich Energy CEO said that he looks forward to Haas beating Red Bull Racing in 2019. Kunal, can you imagine Magnussen versus Verstappen?
0: That actually rhymes, but. Okay. Yeah,
1: that would be a damn interesting storyline. And, you know, who knows, given that Red Bull Racing have Honda power while Haas have Ferrari, this could be a possibility. Maybe.
0: Maybe. And here's my personal deduction. So, Rich Energy gives you horns, Red Bull gives you wings. So if you have a mixture of the two, you will actually grow horns and wings to become a monster.
1: (laughs) Well, 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 that's a very interesting social media post for monster. (laughs) Please
0: tell me you guys got that. (laughs) Energy
1: drinks cocktail.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so here's the funniest comment about the whole rich energy thing again from uh, Brad Yates on our Facebook page. Still think that uh, rich energy should have used the halo as a part of their logo instead of just putting their logo as the halo on the (laughs) Haskar. it's a bit of a tongue twister but just go back and you know rewind back for the last 20 (laughs) seconds and hear it again thank you brads
1: yeah and sticking to what uh, grosha said about midfield teams not being able to win till 2021 you know that's why everyone is now busy targeting fourth place Or basically winning the Formula 1.5 championship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But here's where I could take a bet on whether Red Bull Racing could be fighting for fourth as well. I mean, who knows? Honda might just give the others a rare chance to fight for third place. And, you know, this is where I think we should do a podcast. We should definitely speak of how the midfield teams should be a bit more ambitious in 2019 and there could be that rare chance they could literally break into the top three.
1: Yeah, so Williams' blue and white combination. Kunal, I saw it coming, but I did not see this coming. (laughs) And what exactly is it with Rocket? I mean, I really hope that Williams does so. (laughs) The jokes continue. I mean, they said they're targeting fourth place too.
0: Yes, everyone's targeting 4th place and this is where I'm going to repeat myself that Dear midfield teams, please be ambitious enough for 2019, go target 3rd place. There is a very good chance you could get 3rd place. Come on. Right, so I'm going to react to Rocket because first we had Mission Win now and now we have Rocket and this is when Formula 1 is literally trying so hard to grab the attention from the millennials. Let's really hope that such cool brand names make an impact.
1: Yeah, gone are the days of traditional and, you know, boring named companies pursuing title sponsorships.
0: Well, McLaren, let's see what you do. But can you imagine? Midfield teams have sponsors. So Haas has announced a title sponsor. Williams has annou- announced a title sponsor. Racing Point has announced a title sponsor. But McLaren, who are also a midfield, are yet to announce a title sponsor. But I'm going to also talk of Racing Point. I don't know if you guys checked out their logo, but it's actually the word racing with a point, And that's their logo. <laughs> and I... It's on point. <laughs> but, um, you know, since we are on uh, McLaren, I'm really waiting for the time when they announced that Fernando Alonso is going to be back to testing the 2019 car. It's unconfirmed reports, but please confirm it soon. We'd love to see Alonso back because I don't want to be the one saying, gone are the days of Alonso when he ruled Formula 1.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, typically, in the typical Alonso way, he said last week that he could be back in Formula 1 in 2020.
0: Well, that's what Esteban Ocon has been saying as well, that he will be back in Formula 1 in 2020.
1: Well, 2020 Kunal is going to be the year of returning champions. One past champion and another future champion. (laughs) Maybe.
0: (laughs) Wow, you sound prophetic, but (laughs) let's (laughs) have some more prophecy from you. What do you think will happen in 2019?
1: Well, I think I'm going to state what Toto Wolff said, actually, that aero changes will dictate form in 2019, apart from Ferrari and Mercedes, of course. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think this could actually be the what Wolff said this week section, because Wolff also said that Ocon will have a seat in Formula 1 in 2020. Of course he never said which team and uh, you know how far up and down the grid he'll be fighting but still he'll have a seat.
0: And that's of course what Ocon said as well. He said he'll be back in Formula 1 in 2020 with more weight. And you know what that sounds to me like. This is what it sounds to me like. So Ocon is going to literally chill this year. He has no alternative racing plans for 2019. Of course, he'll be in the simulator and stuff like that. But this also means that when you're chilling as a a regular human, not, you know, those 20 humans that go racing in Formula One. But when you go chilling, you eat and drink whatever it is that you want. And usually that means to an increase in weight, okay? And given the increase in driver weight rules, you know, Ocon probably is not going to plan to lose that weight that he would gain from chilling in 2019. I mean, I sound convoluted, but, you know, go back and hear it. Ocon's going to come back with more weight and it's going to be from chilling and drinking whatever he wants.
1: Okay, Kunal. There you go with all your randomness. And guys, if y'all didn't get that, y'all can uh, rewind and hear that again. It's actually wow. interesting if y'all hear it again.
0: Two rewinds in one episode. First yes. time. There's yes. always a first time.
1: Yeah, but there are also more random stories to talk about. Okay, so McLaren signed up a chocolate drink sponsor called Husky. And yes, that sounds like the dog breed. <laughs> But that said, Kunal, uh, you know, while it's funny, I really applaud Zach Brown's efforts. Especially when all these other teams are busy signing up tobacco and alcohol companies as sponsors and energy drinks, actually. Uh, he gets a, a chocolate drink sponsor. And we know how impressionable Formula One's young audiences are. That
0: is correct.
1: <laughs> that was a pun, right? Oh. You got that,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know this reminds me, McLaren signed up British American Tobacco or BAT. This was for their e-cigarettes brand and this is going to be a sponsor in 2019 and this is when I remember the BAR Honda days of racing. They were so much fun. I remember, you know, at the hands of Jensen, Button and Hungary and various lovely races that they had. So let's really see where they end up going with McLaren. BAT. Although I'd love to see BAR back. but. BAT is fine for now.
1: Okay, and the other random story, actually really random story, is of Marcus Ericsson. He said that he could target race wins in IndyCar in 2019 and I'm so shocked I'm having uh, difficulty (laughs) saying the words out. (laughs) And then he went on to say that consistency is key and how it was that much more difficult in IndyCar given how different and difficult the cars are to drive.
0: Well, for Ericsson's cause, let's really hope that he is anything but consistently slow in IndyCar 2.
1: Consistency is the key. But anyway, we have to talk about the Renault livery reveal. Yeah, I was going to say launch, but...
0: Thank you for saying livery (laughs) reveal, but... Yes, so... What about the Renault reveal?
1: Yeah, so Daniel Ricciardo, okay Kunal, I cannot stop talking about him because he was at his wittiest best. He said he joined Renault to learn French. Wow. Yeah, he said that. This is exactly
0: what Red Bull Racing are already missing out on.
1: Yeah, man, this guy is just an absolute PR dream for any brand and for a podcast like ours too, actually. Absolute dream.
0: We're going to try our best to get Daniel Ricciardo on the podcast this year. I won't say it's a resolution, but anyway. It's a wish. It's a wish. If you're
1: listening in, Daniel, you know what to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing I found a bit strange when I saw the Renault livery launch was that Nico Hulkenberg was visibly taller than Daniel Ricciardo. And, you know, for some reason, I imagined, uh, you know, them to be of the same height or maybe Hulkenberg a bit taller, but here Hulkenberg was like considerably taller But uh, Renault has been saying that the steering wheel is the only common element between 2018 and the 2019 cars. Now, let's really hope that they don't blame car failures to their not updated steering wheel.
1: Okay Kunal, so one word to describe the Mercedes Silver Arrows car. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, although I must admit that the blue swoosh of the Petronas design is not so new a design, we had used it way back uh, on the Force India car and I, I think it was 2010 or something, it was green color swooshes that there were on the similar side of the car. But uh, Mithila, your one word to describe Red Bull Racing's yet another one of livery.
1: I'm going to go with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it honestly, it does look like a Spidey mobile or something.
0: <laughs> you mean like a mobile kind yeah. of Spider-Mobile? <laughs> well, I wonder if Ferrari are suddenly under pressure to make overnight changes to their, you know, livery and stuff like that. But there are rumors that they're going to use a darker shade of red this year.
1: Yeah, you know Kunal, right now I could crack so many dark side of the moon jokes on Ferrari (laughs) right now. But in the interest of time and just, you know, to be nice because it's the start of a new season and all that, I'm going to keep my mouth
0: shut. Yes, and since we are on Ferrari, kudos to them for hiring Brendan Hartley and Pascal Berline as their simulator drivers. And you know, we should talk about it in the next episode, like we, we should talk about how important the simulator development driver role is for a Formula One team.
1: Yes, and we should also talk about how Ferrari has hired Red Bull and Mercedes Discards to actually aid the title campaign in 2019. That's correct. <laughs> but let's remember the wealth of experience that Brendan Hartley comes with. We should not laugh.
0: Yes, and as for Pascal Wehrlein, let's really hope he's able to attract Ferrari. To Formula E, or wait, the other way, Formula E to Ferrari, because he's clearly with Mahindra Racing as well. And uh, I also wonder if Brendan Hartley will represent Ferrari in any of the endurance races, because Ferrari participate in them as well. But I do know that you know the categories in which Ferrari participate may not be the categories. That Hartley could be interested in because Hartley is, of course, one, uh, he's been a world champion at the most premier category of uh, endurance racing.
1: Yeah, but Porsche is still to announce a second driver for their Formula E team uh, that debuts next year. Uh, Kunal, what do you think the chances are that it could be Hartley?
0: Well, I would wager a bet that Hartley could join Neil Jani, you know, in Porsche. And guys, Jani is an Indian surname, please don't call it Jani. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Okay, Kanal. So, parting thoughts before we draw the curtains on this episode?
0: Well, parting thought is that I don't know why we're drawing the curtains because I have several more points I wish to talk about.
1: I think you need to just keep that for the next episode because remember what they said about millennials and shorter attention time spans and, you know?
0: Well, uh, you know, so here's my last. Nico Rosberg said that he doesn't miss Formula One. But Nico, how could you ever miss Formula 1? Because you have always been around even after you retired. Whether it was on television or on your podcast or on social media, you have always been around. So if you want to try and miss Formula 1, try being away.
1: Yeah, but Kunal, if he did that, then I would miss him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would miss him as well because... He was the last driver to have beaten Lewis Hamilton. Good point. Right. No more haters here. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We are really excited about the pre-season tests. Please remember the cars that you will see in the test could actually be completely different to the cars that will race, uh, you know, in in Australia. Yet again, the teams are not going to be showing their hands completely, but we will... Be back next week and we'll keep talking. Thank you.